from the vault. High atop the pastoral center of the Diocese of Camden, you're listening to Talking Catholic. Hello and welcome to another episode of Talking Catholic. I'm excited to be here with you. I am Carrie Janice, one of the co-hosts, and I am with my very good friend, Mike Walsh. Good to be here with you today. Hey, what's going on? We are, uh, it is very nice to be here today. It was a, today it's almost spring. It's like so oh, close yeah. to, a a, like to, to warm, the warmth of early summer and I just, I can't wait for it. I, I'm excited for it, but at the same time, like, why is it so delayed? Why is it like well, almost mid-May and I'm still wearing sweaters some days of the week? I don't get it, but. My birthday is just a few days away, and oh, I've happy had. Birthday. Thank you very much. I've had some of the coldest birthdays you've ever had mm. in the middle of in the middle of May. Okay, good to know. So yeah, don't be don't be too upset. I think I say this every May, so we'll just go with that. Yeah, oh, May, then, May is a trickster of a month. It is. It's it never it never gives you the warmth you were expecting to come from May. Mm, this but is anyway. true. But uh, you know we have a really great episode this week. Yeah, you know, speaking this, of May, comes this is yeah June comes June quickly thereafter, <laughs> and this is a topic that's been in my world a lot lately because um, you know a lot of what I do is communications on behalf of uh, the diocese um, office of schools, and schools have certainly been in the news a lot lately um, with you know the the schools essentially closing their doors mm-hmm. to in person instruction for the last two months now. Right. And then uh, word came out last week with some finality, or very much finality, that graduations would be canceled in the mm-hmm. state, both in the public school area. Not canceled, they'd be shifted to, to virtual graduations, right. both uh, for public schools and for, uh, in our case, Catholic schools. Um, and that's been met with a great deal of difficulty. Oh, yeah. You know? Oh, yeah, definitely. Especially as a youth minister, somebody that works with youth that are in high school and also grammar schools as well. The eighth grade graduation, especially from Catholic schools, is always a really big Deal. Like people look, you know, these the students look forward to that. Sometimes spending eight, nine, even ten years if they went to preschool at that school, it's that final stage of that grammar school. And then, of course, as we know for high school seniors, it's one of the biggest moments, if not the biggest moment, in their life up until that point. And to know that it's shifted in a in a very drastic way to being online. Although we're used to the online stuff, it's not you know it's not it's not what we pictured, and not what I'm sure any graduate has envisioned for themselves going into this this time in our lives so um, they've been heavy on my heart heavy in my prayers in a deep way for the seniors and the eighth graders that especially the ones i know and love and and then we have some of those here with us today that are going to be on the show so yeah um, this I'm, is about them really yeah and i've very much been looking forward to it because i've as someone who monitors the social media um, I've certainly heard a lot of the read a lot of the tweets and Instagram posts. Mm-hmm. Some that have been less charitable than others in the, in their posting, and some that really should have paid more attention in English class. Um, <laughs> but it's been you know th- there's a lot of hurt feelings and a lot of difficulty, and I think it's it's been problematic. So I think it's great that we're going to hear from the the horse's mouth horse's mouth tonight. From, yes, uh, some, yeah. Some from our friends. Yeah, so I'm excited to have some of them here with us. So um, some. We have four seniors in high school that are here with us from across the diocese. So uh, let's have each of them, I guess, introduce themselves, where you go to high school, and um, we'll, we'll start with that. So we'll start right here. Hey, my name is Jade Biddle, and I attend Paul VI High School in Haddonfield, New Jersey. Uh, hi, my name is Jared Cruz. Uh, I go to Williamstown High School. Hello, my name is Patrick Oaks. I attend Holy Spirit High School in Epsigan, New Jersey. Hi, my name is Deanna Pritchard, and I go to Williamstown High School. Wonderful. Good to have all of you guys here with us today. So, you know, high school is filled with a lot of four fun years for each of you guys. 
and a lot of activities, things that you can be involved in. I know you're all Catholic and involved in your faith. So we'd love to just start off, you know, just hearing a little bit about, you know, let's put the pandemic aside for a little bit, what your four years of high school have been like for you, what you're involved in, sports, activities, in school, and also out of school, especially within your churches. And maybe you can mention uh, a little bit about your parish that you're involved, what you're involved in there as well. Okay, so, um being, yeah, being at Paul the Sixth, I've been able to have many opportunities, um, both service, academic, and sports-wise. Um, first thing I did was I played tennis for about two years, and I was given the opportunity to be a uh, team captain, which was really, really fun. Um, I've also been a part of the peer leadership program where we help out the freshmen um, adjust to high school and everything. It's been really rewarding doing that. Um, I've been a part of the National Honor Society and the Italian National Honor Society. I've Ciao, joined. <laughs> Ciao, Bella, how wonderful. Ciao, Bella. Yeah. <laughs> Great. I've been in quite an array of clubs. I've usually tried out every club that I can. Mm-hmm. Comes from like Baking Club to Italian Club, Ambassadors Club, and even the Good Samaritan Club, which was my personal favorite because we got um, to do a lot of service projects outside of school and inside of school. But through the years, my favorite thing would have to be um, being a part of my youth group. And I've been a part of youth group since I was in about sixth grade. And in eighth grade, I was given the opportunity to be on the core team at Our Lady of Peace Parish. And if you don't know what that is, a little rundown is it's a group of peers that usually help set up, clean up, plan, and do all these different things that would help our youth group. And we kind of like we kind of bond over it, and you are definitely able to make new friendships, so it's such a fun way to get really involved in your church. Wow, that's awesome, Jade. And I think also, um, I just I know your family well, the Filipino ministry as well at the parish, your family and yourself have been involved in that too at the Our Lady Peace Parish. Yeah, well. so I've been a part of the Filipino ministry since I was about in the fourth grade. Um, I grew up with all of them. They've become like my family. Mm-hmm. I've done so many things. I've lectured, I've been able to serve in masses and all different things like that. And it's really a great way to bond with people over your culture. Yeah, awesome. Beautiful work by the Filipino ministry. Thanks. Thanks so much, Jade. Jared, how about you? Uh, yeah, so I'm not going to go through everything because quite honestly, I can never list them all off the top of my head. <laughs> I, I Whatever so you confused. can remember. Yeah. Um, so uh, one of the big things and I'm uh, one of the clubs I'm involved with in high school is The Rock which uh, uh, is luckily branched out to some uh, other schools have it as well. Mm -hmm. But basically what it is, it's a Catholic club at the high school. And uh, I was lucky enough to be uh, vice president last year and president this year. And um, I've had a lot of great times and being able to play in some of the meetings and just be a part of them. Even if I had sports afterwards, which speaking of sports, I'm involved in baseball for four years and swim for the last two years. Mm -hmm. But uh, even with sports, I try to stop in for at least a few minutes to say hi to everybody. And uh, it's really cool because, you know, just have all these familiar faces like right before you go to your sport and uh, you know just like leaving off in a good mood uh, especially if you have a hard day Um, just going into church um, what I'm involved with I'm also in the core team as well uh, but I've also uh, been an altar server for uh, quite a number of years I can't even think of the number on my head not like what nine years I want to say since fourth grade Mm -hmm. it's about nine years and uh, uh, I've done that voluntarily for the last three Uh, up till eighth grade I kind of did it because my mom told me to but uh, uh, when I got in 8th grade and I had that option to leave I decided to keep doing it and I, I love that But nice yeah and you're faithfully there on Sunday morning 7.30am mass yes, yes. very early on the Sunday it's it's 
definitely admirable to see a, a young person there that early. I do not usually attend the 730s, <laughs> but when I do, you are there. So nice. That's awesome. And in your high school, um, I think you were also involved in ROTC, yes. junior ROTC. Yep. So and that's kind of led you to your career path or your college choice. We'll talk about that, that is, in a little yeah, bit. Right? Yes. Awesome. All right. Great. Thanks, Jared. And on to Patrick. Yeah, so as I've said, I um, attend Holy Spirit High School in Epsica, New Jersey, and from when I was a little little boy, I've always been involved around sports. It's uh, mm -hmm. basically ruled my life, and um, I love it. I play baseball and basketball for Holy Spirit High School, and I've played since I was a freshman. I'm also involved in, I'm a math tutor. I'm a, in the National Honor Society and the Spanish National Honor Society, and I'm a spirit ambassador. So what a spirit ambassador does is we go to different schools in the diocese and grade schools and try to recruit them to come to Holy Spirit. And what I love about Holy Spirit is it's a smaller school compared to most public, all public schools and other Catholic schools. There's only about 110 kids in my class, but mm -hmm. that small knit community is great because you know everyone in the building by their first name and last name and it's a really close knit relationship. And like Jared, I've also um, been an altar server from second grade to eighth grade. And I love helping out in my parish in that way. I read at mass, masses, and same at the DePaul Parish I belong to. And it's just a great community where everyone knows each other. And you could always look to everyone for support during this uh, time of quarantine. Yeah, that sounds awesome. Great, thanks Patrick. And last but not least, Deanna, thank you for waiting. It's your turn now to hear from you. Of course. Um, I've done many, many things during my high school year. My my like top things definitely were being part of the Rock at the high school, like Jared said. Um, I've been part of it for four years, and the last two I've been able to be the secretary and the vice president, so that's been really fun. Um, and then I've been really, really involved in my parish as well. I've started going to youth group when I was in sixth grade, and then... Throughout the years, I kind of got more and more involved. I was altar serving for seven years, and I still am today, hopefully continuing after high school. Oh, nice. Um, and just being a part of core team and going to all the events, you just see everyone so happy in their faith. Mm -hmm. It's just inspiring. Yeah, that's awesome. So let's see, we have three altar servers here and, and two lectors. Well, you overlap a little bit, Patrick. So. <laughs> Very well-rounded Catholics at a young age. You don't see too many young lectors. I think that's our role, especially. But and then to always to have all these altar servers. You guys are great with the good work in the church. Now, now, Carrie, you graduated in two thousand. Yes. Um, were you an altar server when I you were young? I was. Yes. You Probably around? from uh, I think it was fifth grade, sixth grade when they allowed women. Uh, well, I say women because I'm an adult now. Girl altar servers in our right. parish. I was like the first to sign up. And I went straight through my high school years until I left for college that August I ended. And were you a lector or just an altar server? No, I became a lector in college at the Newman Center at Rowan University. Well, then we're, we're this is one of the few times I get to join the crowd because usually I'm the one who never took part in yeah. any of these things. Well, were you an altar server? I was never an altar server, oh. but I was a lector in high school. Okay, and I was well, very you're... excited about nice. that. Yes, 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 yes. And, and you were Gloucester Catholic, so. Yes, and, and we'll represent 1990, that. so <laughs> much older than everybody else here. And I'll go North Jersey, Bloomfield High School, 2000. We don't need For to our do North that. Jersey listeners on domestic church media. Of course, that's there right. There you go. All right, great. So we know high school, um, you know, again, this, we'll put the pandemic aside for a little bit and, and just enjoy these happy memories you have. I'd love to hear a little bit about a teacher that has impacted you in your high school years 
it could be from freshman year, sophomore, junior, or just this recent senior year. Um, maybe we'll start with the end of this time. A teacher that has really made memories. Cause I know there's a lot of teachers that I, I still look back and, and the lessons they taught me 20 plus years ago are still within my heart. And that was a long time ago and they're still there. So teachers mean a lot. And they've been doing a lot of hard work during this, this time and switching the way they teach, but I'm sure nonetheless still inspiring others. So what's one teacher that has inspired you in your high school years? Uh, there's a lot of them, but definitely my one uh, psych, psych teacher. <laughs> um, I've had her for three different psychology classes, so it's kind of impacted me a lot just having her there. But she's always going out of her way to care for us um, multiple times when I've come after school just to talk with her. Or if I wanted to do something for someone else, she was always right there willing to help us do what was the right thing to do. and kind of make a smile on everyone's faces so she definitely left a really big impact and kind of taught me how to open my heart to everybody do you still have her now in their senior year i do she's my only teacher i've had for three years oh wow awesome so how has it been transitioning to how she's teaching now is it still consistent it's it's definitely different because we always had discussion based we never had powerpoints or notes mm. so now it's lots of zoom calls not lots of um, movies right now we're watching a Netflix documentary about oh, babies fun. so it's kind of definitely a different change, style change. yeah <laughs> but still inspiring I'm sure yep awesome how about you Patrick yeah, one teacher comes to mind um, his name is Mr. Emmanuel and he taught me AP chemistry my sophomore year my full sophomore year and half of my junior year because the AP chemistry course is a year and a half course oh. and what I loved about him is Every time I would walk in that room, whether he's having a good day or not a good day, or I'm having a good day or not a good day, he would always have a big smile on his face. And that meant a lot to me because, you know, being in that class, he warned us. He said, this is a very difficult course. But even the, you know, days where we had these hard tests, he would always make all the students laugh. And you could always be on a personable level with him. He'd always talk about um, his children at home and how... He, they affect his life and how basically Mr. Emmanuel affected my life. He's always been there for me and I love him. He was a great teacher, one of the most intelligent men I've ever met in my life. Wow, that's awesome. And have, do you keep in touch with him during this time? Because it doesn't seem like he's teaching you currently, but have you been able to keep in touch with him? No, I actually haven't because he retired. The, oh, okay. uh, the, he was actually supposed to teach me um, half of the junior year and my full senior year mm -hmm. because what happens is you would take AP chemistry a year and a half and then finish high school with physics. And another came, teacher came in, which her name is Mrs. Dorsey, and she's been unbelievably great too. But um, no, the day that I actually, um, the last day I had Mr. Emmanuel, I got a picture with him, just him, and then one with our whole class. Yeah. And I emailed that to him, and he did respond. And yeah, I think it really meant a lot to him that I sent that to that I sent that to him because he always thanks me that I sent it to him, and he always looks at it when he's you know to remember him from yeah. going to Holy Spirit. That's awesome! Wow, beautiful. Jared? Uh, yeah, so first of all, I just wish I was that lucky. We have our AP Chem uh, class crushing to one year. So it's really, it was uh, really interesting. Um, but uh, when you ask a teacher, I have so many teachers that come to mind, but um, I have to go with my NHS mentor, Mr. Short. He was my uh, sophomore year history teacher. And uh, history is one of my favorite subjects. I just love learning about um, 
our past and then what like all the lessons we've learned from and all that and you know it's just kind of something i really engage in i'd be able to like talk to him after class every, like almost every single day you can ask deanna she would call me uh his teacher's pet um but you know i talked <laughs> about shaking her head over here everybody <laughs> <laughs> um but you know i talked to him like pretty much every day about different things you know um his uh son is a naval academy graduate which kind of uh i was able to talk about that with my future uh college choice which we'll i guess talk about later um but i was able to talk about a ton of things we even joked about uh and it was a little bit serious but uh we talked about uh having a trip together to uh normandy france to tour uh normandy beach where they invaded uh, the allies invaded during world war ii mm-hmm. during the 75 year anniversary so um that was pretty cool we were, like thinking about that but no the price is just uh <laughs> very expensive so that just never went through but he's one of the greatest you know he'd always um put a smile on my face and I just loved being there and, and just in his class and learning. Sounds amazing. Wow. Dave? Uh, the same thing as Jared. I mean, there's a lot of teachers that come to mind over the years, especially at Paul the Sixth. They have such amazing teachers there. But my favorite teacher by far for the whole four years I'd have to pick was Mr. Renfrey and he taught religion. And I had the opportunity to have him my sophomore and senior year. And the reason why I liked him so much was because he kind of taught sort of like you would say out of the box teaching and after going to a Catholic school since about kindergarten to senior year you get a lot of religion teachers but he really stuck out because he would inspire us to look at you know the news or stuff that was happening in the world and instead of just kind of learning about how it was connected, he would inspire us to just go out and do something about it instead of just kind of sitting back and watching because, Mm. you know, he would say as Catholics, we are called to, you know, take that step and uh, do what's good for others and be like the saints and all those things. And, you know, his every lesson he would do was really just inspiring. And I really enjoyed every day I had him. Wow, that sounds, they all sound amazing. You know, Karen, I'm curious, you know, you're 20 years removed, so yes. these, these guys are still on the thick of it, and they still have these mm-hmm. very connect, tight connections to their teachers. Are there any teachers from 20 years ago that you, yes. you um, can credit I, even today, being where you are today because of them? Several. We get many, many I could credit for being there, but there's one that just stands out amongst the rest, and out-of-the-box teaching is the best way to put it, as you put it, Jade. Mr. Bella, God rest his soul. Um, he passed away right before my wedding. He was supposed to, he was trying to attend, but uh, long story short, he taught us communications class. I took the class because I heard it was an easy A with the teacher that was currently teaching it. <laughs> then I found out that, that we had a new teacher that summer going into my senior year, and it was this Mr. Bellog. I said, who is this guy? Well, he, lo and behold, he ended up being my favorite teacher, my favorite high school class ever. Um, we did never we never opened the book once he taught from his heart in a beautiful way and it was a lot of class discussion a lot of thinking a lot of he had an acting background so we would do skits it was great we were the first class I think to take out an ad in the high school yearbook with the whole class because we loved the class so much and we wanted to have a a whole page dedicated to it It it's great Uh, long story short again but he I found out when I was in college that he came down with brain cancer and um, would talk to him here and there through it, but I was away at college at the time, two hours away from where he lived, which is where I was from in North Jersey. Once I graduated college, I took a job in New York City, and my bus stop to go into the city was right near his house. (laughs) So I visited him on the Tuesday night, and we had a a great time. He was at that time kind of um, pretty sick, Uh, but he, he was a fighter. And I got to visit him every Tuesday for about a year and a half after that to visit with him, to talk, to catch up. 
we actually ended up reading Tuesdays with Maury together, which was Aww. very ironic for That's what was book. happening because yeah. it literally was playing out in our life with him becoming more and more sick in the student and the teacher relationship. And um, I still keep in touch with his wife today. He is an amazing man. And he was an amazing man and still inspires me. So I, I feel like his spirit is still with me in a way, in the way he taught, the way he interacted. And we have those memories from every Tuesday night, um, way beyond the high school years that still went on. So Yeah, that's wonderful. I love How about you? That. Nope. <laughs> no. none, none, of them, none of them made an impact on my life. Uh, no, I, I was actually just thinking about that. I was trying to narrow College professor? Is that no, even less in college. Oh, um, the, uh, no, I, I was actually thinking, and it was, actually my problem wasn't narrowing it. My problem was narrowing it down, not whether or not. But they all kind of, and this is probably true for you guys too, these teachers, and maybe with more time you'll, you'll think about this a little bit differently, but I realized that a lot of different teachers had a lot of different impacts on me, and you know, the the best teacher I ever had was was uh, at Gloucester Catholic was Mr. Nark. He just retired a, a few years ago, Bob Nark, and he was great because he taught chemistry, but he understood the joy of being a teacher and the joy of being a student, um, and he never wanted to quash that joy. So for him, it was always a balance of. You know, teaching teaching about chemistry, and but also understanding that chemistry should be fun. And like he would he would, if there was a couple in the class, um, he would talk about you know when he was teaching about gravity, he would have the two of them sit, sit, sit next to each other, and he would go over and explain the the the, the nuances of gravity and how if these two people uh, sat next to each other for three years and never moved. The gravity of their own cells would bring them together like like half an inch over the course of three years. <laughs> but he did it in a way that you were, it was understandable. He right. also gave me about a hundred detentions and never made me stay for any of them because I had a problem with talking a lot. This mm-hmm. is why I'm on the podcast. I now. had that same problem. See, it's I amazing. Had, I got in trouble often for it. Uh, yes. <laughs> but but those teachers that that really either inspired you or, right. or allowed you to feel joyful in in school. I really think meant Those a lot. Ones, yeah. None of them were in the math department. I know that. But at least <laughs> not for me. They were for other people. I, I don't think they were for me either. Or the history department. <laughs> and that's the thing, you know, I think every teacher Sorry, inspires Dad. kids in different ways. You know, like, because I, I actually remember, like, there were, people would tell me about their favorite teachers when I was in high school, and I would go, are you kidding me? Are you really? She's, that teacher's so mean, or I'd never get, I never understand that, but you know, how we react to people is, is just different. Yeah, that's why it's, it's personalities. Great. That's why high school and college is so great because you get, as opposed to like elementary school, because you get so many different influences. Yeah, that is true. You know, I, it, there's a part of me that truly um, is jealous of you that you've been able to go through four years of high school. Not that I want to go back to high school again, but um, but I'm a little jealous because of that experience you've had. Yeah, we'll, we'll never have that again. And it changes a little bit in college. I don't know what your college life was like. Mine was... I was, it was peculiar. It's hard to describe, actually. I'm not even going to try. I liked high school a lot better than college. High school, whereas... Personally, just personally. It yeah. could be different for each of you, though. I, I don't pro- want to squash what you have, your excitement for college. I just like the high school experience. Well, that, and better. that's what's so painful about the graduations yeah. being canceled, is yes. that, that there's, a familiar, there's a familial thing in high school that doesn't exist in college, that which is, is why true. it's... It's so it's so difficult right now not to have right the, right and a lot things. of that those memories are based on your friendships and walking through the hallways and all of that so we'll kind of switch gears a little bit going to into that what is since March sixteenth I think is when everything switched over right around then that school went online for everybody what has been for you the the one thing that you do miss the most about that that normalcy of high school that all of a sudden just went switched and and turned off like a light switch for you. 
Okay, so um, it seems odd, sort of, and I think I really did take it for granted at first, but it was waking up to my alarm at like 6 a.m., <laughs> getting in my uniform that I did not like at all, <laughs> and getting Dating in my car, <laughs> getting in my car for like a 45-minute drive, but all I want to do now is just do that again and go mm-hmm. back to that routine and sit in a classroom. I would be falling asleep, but, <laughs> you know, I took those things for granted now. Like, all I want to do is just listen to a lecture from all my math classes and all those things. <laughs> I would love to take a test not on a computer anymore. Like, wow. I just want to take a paper test. Um, there's so many things I miss. And, you know, I miss being with my friends, um, hanging out in our cars in the morning. Um, I miss visiting the chapel during my free period. It's been very weird not seeing a church <laughs> in a while. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I watch the live stream masses, but it just never is the same yeah. without um, receiving the Eucharist personally. And I've been trying to keep myself busy and everything, but it's it's just really been a little hard. I'll, I'll say it has been oh, hard. Yeah, very real. But you know what? That you said something that makes me very happy. And this is something that Carrie and I have to deal with all the time. So Carrie produces for her parish all their live stream masses, and we do it for the diocese. <laughs> and we're really good at it. And I can't wait until we, we never do it again. And I'm so happy to hear when people say, I don't like the live stream masses. Good, because mm-hmm. I don't like them either. I want to go back to the regular <laughs> yeah. masses as well. It's, yeah, I think it's I important. Agree. So that's wonderful to hear you say and that. There's a little light at the end of the tunnel. I think we're getting closer and closer to that. So hold tight a little longer. <laughs> Let's hope. Right? We're praying. <laughs> Fingers crossed. <laughs> Jared's up. Um, so honestly, it's the people. Uh, uh, for those of you that don't, none of you really know this, but um, my dad uh, in November took a job in Puerto Rico. So he's been living out there since then. And uh ever since it's been just me and my mom in an apartment and she works she works at a bank right now so she's still working full hours every day and um when i wake up she's not there and when she, i don't see her till she gets home um what used to be at 4 30 but they extended the hours back to normal hours and now i won't see her depending on her hours I won't, maybe like 5 30 even late at 6 30 so i'll be home all day just alone like nobody to talk to except like online whatever on a call and I kind of miss being able to actually talk face to face with people. That's why I just love getting out. And when uh, I was asked to do this, I was like, please. <laughs> so um, <laughs> it, it's, I used to take for granted. Sometimes I'd go into school. I was just like, I don't want to deal with people. Like I, I hate people. And it's like, oh, I just like, I'm tired. I want to go home and be alone. And now it's just like, you know, being only child, you're just like, you don't really have that connection anymore. And you really find out you miss it. And yeah. um, in ways I'm glad I'm having this experience because I realize yeah. it, it makes me realize how much people need each other mm-hmm. and i know i'll just never take it for granted again it's so funny to hear you say that because i've always been the same way i'm like uh just another person to annoy me get me out of these big groups <laughs> i don't want to be around any of these people again and now i've been fortunate even though we've been social distancing carrie knows i've been all over the place so i'm constantly working mm-hmm. but um on those days when i'm i am home uh, even if i'm with my family or if i'm in the work because our offices have been closed okay but occasionally i need to go in and there's nobody there for about the first hour, it's like, hey, there's nobody here. I'm enjoying this. And then the next seven hours, it's, man, it is lonely in here. Mm-hmm. I just want to talk to somebody. But I, so I've been thinking the same way is that I, I'm not going to take I'm not going to take for granted the, the opportunity I have to spend with people anymore. So I, in some ways, you you are getting the silver lining of, of getting to learn this stuff young. So yeah. I feel for you. And I think we're made we're made for community. I mean, as Catholics especially, mm-hmm. we're made for community, but also 
just in general, people are made to be with each other. Like, and, and, and of course, we have the people we don't like or maybe don't agree with us, whatever. But we are made for community, and then just have that taken away, and it's difficult. You know, families are nice. It's getting together, getting closer with them. But you have a situation like you, where you're only child, your dad's not there, your mom's at work. It becomes really difficult. Yeah, for sure, I can see that. And moving on to Patrick, see how, what do you miss most about Holy Spirit being in high school? Right, well, like uh, my friends here said, it's it's mainly just the, the people every day. You know, going to lunch, walking the hallways, um, in all the lectures and classes. I mean, I'm sure a lot of other students are taking, uh, you know, classes on Zoom or Google Classroom or the internet. And even though we're learning the same material, it's not the same, you know, having those laughs during class, mm-hmm. the, you know, struggles before class, it, it, it's not the same and it, you don't have that familial relationship. And the one thing that really upsets me is not having the graduation as we talked about, you know, you know, walking down that uh, aisle and you're capping down, it's the culmination of the four years you spent of your life with your friends and your classmates. And to not have that, it's like, someone's like taking something out of your heart because that those four years were it was a part of you so it's sad that that's being taken away Mm. yeah understandably if it makes you feel any better i have no memory of my graduation either from high school or college (laughs) not because not because i that's because he's old i have no memories (laughs) no it it was true it was like it it was virtually not that it was meaningless but in, in hindsight I realized that it was the moments in school that you guys have all gone through. The the graduation ended up just being a, a moment in time. It was more for my parents than anything else. It's kind of like a wedding. Uh, I don't know about your wedding, but I have no memory of my wedding because I, I <laughs> Once have- Once again, I, no, no, I have no, no. many memories. <laughs> have, my wife is the same way though. Um, it's a male, female Because thing. it's, no, no. Because as most of the time when you're a couple at your wedding, you are so busy, you didn't, you didn't is, get a chance to appreciate. I shouldn't say I don't remember my wedding. I remember my wedding. I don't remember what anyone else saw at my wedding because yeah. all we saw was what we were doing. So the DJ, the food, I have no memory of any of that stuff. People hanging out together. All I remember is people talking to me for five straight hours and being like, Jared, going, oh, please make it all stop soon. <laughs> and me, I'm like, talk. let's extend it an extra hour. This is wonderful. I love it. <laughs> yeah, you know, it, the, the, the moments go by quick. And honestly, I think... Our memories are probably more in pictures of it, and my memories are more in like seeing the pictures of it. Well, for you guys, the day and age you live in now, everything is recorded or videoed on your phone. We didn't really have that. It was other people taking those pictures for me. But Mike, you're right to a certain degree. Um, when we when we do look back, it is a lot of what you've had already, thankfully, in four, three and a half years, which is those memories of your friendships and, and the teams that you were on and the sports you played and the activities you were involved in. Thankfully, no one will take that from you because you do have that, and that's a, that's a good thing to look back on. So. Yeah. Deanna. Um, everyone kind of took all the words right out of my mouth already, but <laughs> definitely just the people. Williamstown has such a... A personality to it like as soon as you walk through the doors you just you feel the positive energy you feel the happiness so walking through the doors even if I had a rough morning a rough night I knew I was going to be happy there because I had people to talk to I had people to relate to I was able to look at paper not a screen for four hours mm-hmm. and it was just nice to be able to walk around move and kind of even though we knew the halls, to explore what we didn't know, to meet new people, to talk to ones we already knew, to regain friendships. It was just nice to have that experience. Yeah. Yeah. Well said. 
it, you know, it's, I, the, I think if there's one thing we've learned for all of us over the last two months is the, the interactions that we took for granted for before. Like, I, I miss going to restaurants far more than I realized I was going to miss going to restaurants. Yeah. Um, and I didn't go to restaurants that often. But man, do I miss a restaurant right now. I also miss dive bars. I miss a nice dive bar where you just hang out with your friends and then it's just wonderful. Um, you guys don't understand that. <laughs> you will in a couple years. Yeah. Uh, what, four? Okay, three. two, two, three, whatever. Um, the, uh, but it's true. And I think that sense of loss ultimately is a good thing, though, because we now have, you have, you've been given the blessing of a point of reference that nobody has had in 100 years being isolated from each other and quarantined and the only people who get to feel this on a regular basis are prisoners. Um, and it's it's a difficult thing to, to, to deal with. And the thing that's amazed me, maybe you guys are the perfect generation to have this happen to. So my son's 12, he's been going through this right now. It's like you guys were made for this. You already got, you've understood social distancing for years when it comes to talking to people on FaceTime and, and you know, all the apps and stuff like that. You know how to exist without being next to each other. And for the, I think particularly for the Catholic school guys, the fact that you, they're all regional schools. So my friends, when I was growing up, uh, they were all 30 miles away from me. So I only ever got to talk to them on the phone. I only, or in the middle of class, you know, it's, and summer times were insane because I'd never see my friends. I'd see my friends as soon as the school year ends and then picks up again. But during the summertime, I would never see them. Um, had do you, I mean, you, I know you don't have a point of reference, but in terms of being able to remain interactive with your friends, have you been able to do that? Yeah, um, I've definitely been using FaceTime a lot. That's the biggest thing I think is it's really nice to just talk to them um, about your day or even have sort of like a person to connect with that is your age because being around your family, it is sometimes hard because they can't understand what a senior is necessarily going through at that point. So FaceTime's definitely been a big thing. I would say Zoom as well. Um, we had like a big group Zoom for my class, I know, during our senior trip week. And we just watched Disney videos. <laughs> and we watched the Disney fireworks at exactly 11 o'clock oh, <laughs> when they were supposed awesome. to happen. So that was really fun. And it kind of like lightened the mood of the whole thing. Yeah, nice. Very oh, great. That makes me very happy, actually. <laughs> That's cool. Um, I don't really, when I say I don't talk to people all day, I really mean like, I don't really talk to people all day. Um, <laughs> Uh, I'll text friends here and there uh, if something funny happens or if I see something crazy. Um, but really, I don't know. I just I don't really like FaceTime because I don't <laughs> like seeing myself on on a video or anything. Um, and yeah, I don't you're, know. You're planning weird. something though. I think you promised this would have been this Friday. Right? Oh yeah. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> at least your mom, I think, is trying to trying to get together. Maybe take a photo or something with your. Date. I think so. She was talking to me a little bit about it. Um, we we talked about like some complications with it too and like really like you're separating you're weighing yeah. it all out yeah i've seen like some of my friends on uh instagram um one he actually goes to gloucester catholic uh he had like i guess like the whole prom group and i just like it was like them at prom almost like like outside the house like getting ready for prom and all that i'm mm -hmm. like okay so that, that was cool there but. have definitely been yeah. some families that have gone rogue when it comes to some of the <laughs> social distancing stuff i i see all that stuff as well and uh, on the one hand, as a parent, I totally get it. Uh, but on the other hand, as someone who's trying to keep all everybody, you know, not from getting sick or spreading it, I go, hey, man, come on, just don't. Just, we'll, mm -hmm. we'll all survive, I promise. Mm -hmm. You'll yeah. be fine. The uh, That being said, I have seen a couple of the couples uh, ones lately where it's like, yeah, it's the the girl dressed up in her, her prom gown mm -hmm. about 
six feet away. Right. They're kind of reaching out to each other. You could do some very cute photographs. Yeah, that's, that's, a, no, that's what I'm referencing. I, I think... Very doable. I think there's potential maybe for you to do that this Friday. Yeah, so. not but, sure. But <laughs> giant prom pictures of a giant group. Yeah. yeah, that, yeah. No, can't can't I co-sign I that one. That, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. What you guys? Yeah, so um, like they were saying, I also... I also, like they were saying, I also have been on FaceTime uh, with my friends, and actually a couple days ago we were on a Zoom class for math, and our teacher's Wi-Fi connection wasn't working properly, and somehow she just got out of the Zoom and left, <laughs> and we were just sitting there, and we were just talking and laughing about the incident and saying how we all miss each other, because this is um, a hard time for all of us, and only really the seniors know how it, knows how it feels, and the eighth graders, like you said, but... Um, other than that, we were on, we were, for my school, Holy Spirit, we had a virtual 5K. So we all ran, all my friends and I ran it and we were comparing time. So I guess that can be a way of interacting with my friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I saw that. How did that operate? I, I saw Father Nevitt took part in that. Yeah, so we, um, it was for the senior class and you donated $20 and the winner would receive a $1,000 scholarship to either an incoming high school um, student and an outgoing high school student to go to college. And I did mine on the Nike Run Club app and I just ran around my neighborhood for the three miles and we all compared times and it was a really fun experience to get out of the house and everything. Mm. So Yeah, you know, I saw that and I was like, that what what a brilliant idea. Yeah, that was really great. Also, uh, I actually celebrated my birthday over quarantine a few days ago. Oh, Congratulations. Nice. Thank, you. Birthday. Thank you. And, um, you know, since I couldn't be with my friends and even some of my family members who live in Philadelphia... We had like a Zoom birthday dinner, so which was nice to see them on. Even if it wasn't on person, they still sang to me on camera, so it was nice. Aww. See, that's nice. Yeah, I love this. I tried Did you to get my... a parade? I like the parades. Did you get a parade, the, the car parades? Did oh, get... um, no, I didn't Did get one of them. Oh. No. You know, but, the, um, you know those are now banned, right? there. Yeah. I, no, I saw the, that. Now you yeah. know that they're banned. <laughs> I know they're banned, yeah. Sad. Uh, um, it is sad. It is, I, I kind of agree. All these things are sad. I'm not, I'm not happy about any of these things, but... The fact that you had the Zoom birthday party, yes. I think that's great. I tried to get yeah. my family together to do a Zoom Easter dinner, right. and it didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad your family was more fun. Yeah, it was. Thank you. That's really much. cool. Yeah. Deanna, how about you? Um, my class isn't necessarily the closest class, but um, my friends have definitely been doing a lot to try to get the seniors together and like interact with each other. My friends, we wake up every morning and we kind of say like, I we say I love you. And I miss you to let them know like we're like in, like, okay. A group text. And like a re- group text to say like okay like we're doing okay right now like we're not crying like we're fine, um, but we're kind of all there for each other still. The best thing is my classes now do uh, TikToks. Mm. <laughs> we'll do a Zoom call TikTok, and then she'll save it, and then graduation date she'll post them all for us. Oh, that's cool. So oh, it's kind of one nice way just to keep each other together. Yeah. That's fun. Really I love I love all the different social media things. We just did a youth group TikTok. You guys weren't on it because you weren't on, on that week for youth group, but um, you know, it seems to be where your generation is and that's uh, I'm all about, you know, going where you guys are at and they're like, "Can we do a TikTok?" Yeah, sure. And it, they turn out really fun. Like, yeah. I'm like, "Wow, this came out better than I even anticipated." So, it's nice. But um, good to hear all that. So, we're Kind of, you know, now we know, obviously, your your graduations are all moved to different online things. I don't even know. Do you guys know yet how it's going to be done? Do you, have um, you heard? 
My school's still going through the process. Okay, so Williamson's going through the process. Yeah, you know more, Jared? Um, yeah, we, they kind of announced, um, they didn't really give us too much information, but um, what they're planning on doing is kind of bringing in 50 kids a day, with 10 at a time, and uh, you'll get your cap and gown and, and uh, all your cords and everything with it. And they'll have the stage set up, I guess, and they'll call your name, you walk across the stage, grab your diploma, and they'll record you doing it. So they're going to record all the seniors oh, walking cool. across the stage, grabbing your diploma, and then uh, they're going to record all the speeches, everybody, like the whole thing is if it's a normal graduation, and then um, on the night of graduation, which is June 17th, they're going to play it as if it was normal graduation. Right, right. That's what you're going to do? Yeah, that's okay. neat. How about Jade, Paul Six? Um, I think we're doing what is under the diocese, which is we go with the normal date that we were supposed to have it on, which is June 4th. And I think we're just doing it virtually for now. And I know for the cap and gown, and I think the diploma, I'm not too sure, they said that a special guest is going to be dropping it off at our house. Mm. So we're not too sure who that like is. A teacher or somebody? Maybe, maybe, maybe our mascot, we're not too sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we don't know, that, that yeah. Could be. That's pretty <laughs> cool. But about Holy Spirit? Um, yeah, I'm not sure actually how it's going to happen yet, but um, I'm actually the salutatorian and I have to give a speech Congratulations. At, Congratulations. at graduation. So I'm curious to see if I'm going to be making a speech into a camera or, you know, I'd love to be making it to all my fellow classmates, but uh, we'll see what happens. But that actually sounds like a good idea how if you um, video across the uh, walk across the stage, at least that's some sense of normalcy. But mm -hmm. um, yeah, like I said, I'd just rather be giving the speech to in front of one of my classmates, family, and all my friends, mm -hmm. but uh, yeah. no, I'm not really sure what's going to happen yet with Holy yeah. Spirit. I don't think there's any really, like, uh, one idea. I've, I've been following a lot, a lot of what the universities have been doing in the area. Mm -hmm. Rowan just had theirs. Right. And uh, as a grad, I decided to pop in and see what see what it was like, and it was nice. It was good, but it was completely virtual. It was all pre-recorded. Um, it was nice, but I, I can certainly see where a lot of people probably didn't feel the, the love from it. Um, I, what I, but I live in Glassboro. We're we're actually recording at Newman House right now, right up from Rowan University. And as I was driving over today, I saw all the grads. Uh, not all, there were but several grads in their caps and gowns, taking their selfies in front of uh, Bunce Hall and the entrance to Rowan University. And so people are trying to to market in some memorial in, in one way or another. And I have no doubt that uh, the high school students in the area will figure out a way of doing the exact same thing. You know. With appropriate social distancing, of course, mm -hmm. but um, I don't know. It is it is tough. It's 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 rough. But you know, this is still the beginning of your next day steps. So do you, you know, do you want to get into that a little? Yeah, bit? that's what I was thinking. You know, where where does this? How are you feeling now? And then where where do you see it kind of taking you? And in that same respect, where are you going to college? What are your next plans uh, to do post high school? Actually, you know what? Let's start with Deanna. Dana always gets to go first, and Dana's like, they said everything, so we'll let Deanna go first. Oh, that's okay. Um, Sorry, Dana. The whole quarantine's kind of taking me different paths. I now have time to reflect on what exactly I want to do for the rest of my life, because I'm a very indecisive person. <laughs> I like to do one thing, but I also like to do something totally different. Um, so I definitely am now kind of deciding to go to Camden County, and kind of just spend two years there, get all my prereqs done, and transfer out to university. That's going to have what I want to do. And what, is that? what is that? Have you decided on that? <laughs> She's indecisive. She, <laughs> indecisive. Indecisive. she wants to do it all. Um, no, I'm definitely looking at the medical field and then possibly going into a business to kind of start it where I can start my own business. I'll help, help others, nice. but not one thing. <laughs> I like that. Medical uh -huh. and entrepreneurial. Very good. I All can right. see you doing that. Yeah. Nice. 
How about you, Pat? Right. So, yeah, I'll be uh, hopefully in person attending uh, St. Joseph <laughs> University in the fall. Hey, who else graduated from there? <laughs> uh, look at that. A hawk. The hawk will never die. The hawk will never die. Yeah, so I was accepted to St. Joe's University. And, Congratulations. Uh, thank you. And I would love to be there in the fall, and hopefully the classes will happen in the first <laughs> semester. But um, I'm going to be studying accounting. I've always been good with numbers. I've always loved numbers. Mm-hmm. And my cousin is an accountant, so i uh, always interested in what he's done with his life. And my also dad went to St. Joe's University. A lot of my family members went to St. Joe's. Okay. Um, my dad played basketball there. And then he attended graduate school at the University of Pennsylvania. So I would kind of like to follow in his footsteps somewhere, uh, go and attend graduate school after college. But I'm excited to see what college has to offer. Nice. That's awesome. That's exciting. Um, yeah, so uh, this summer, actually, I'll be uh, attending the Air Force Academy in Colorado. Um, Congratulations. So thank you. Um, so we actually just got word um, every year, like you have to go through basic training at service academies and they usually start um, at the end of June or early July. So our scheduled date was June 25th and we were kind of like worried that it was gonna get pushed back. But we just got word um, last week, at the end of last week that they're gonna keep it at June 25th, but they're gonna test us in the beginning and then test us 14 days later. And we're gonna be kind of like, I guess in isolation for those 14 days. Um, so it's good news because um, hmm. we don't have to, I don't have to wait any longer. I don't have to get delayed entry, but you know, it's pretty cool and, you know, kind of with this whole time leading up to it, I've um, had more time to prepare um, more mentally because um, physically it's, it, there's physical aspects to it, but it's uh, it's very much uh, a mental time, um, especially going into the academic year and, and kind of um, taking on all those classes because we have um, three different GPAs that we have to keep up. Uh, it's your academic GPA, your military GPA, and your athletic GPA. So you have to be able to uh, maintain them all above a 2.0 in order to stay there. So um, you kind of like have a lot of balancing to do. Um, so I've been able to kind of like really prepare for that mentally here, um, and you know, obviously physically as well. But yeah. And what is your what is your hope for military service? Like what? Um, yeah. So uh, hopefully, uh, based off selection processes and all that, um, uh, hopefully, and God willing, I'll be able to enter pilot training and uh, be a pilot. Um, and then maybe later on uh, work in the Pentagon and uh, maybe even Secretary of Defense. I don't know. We'll see. Hey, listen, it's good to have goals. That's a, <laughs> that's perfect. That tr- the trick is to be the Secretary of Defense, you really have to enjoy hanging out around other people. Yes. That is a yeah. people's person's <laughs> job. So good luck with that. Pilot, though, very individual. You'll be great. <laughs> How about you, Jade? So I'll be studying at Widener University in the fall, and I'm majoring in nursing. And I think with this whole quarantine happening, it's kind of – made me even more confident in my choice of becoming a nurse just seeing all the frontline workers they truly do risk their lives every day and just seeing that makes me want to like just start and like begin the journey and begin the process and really help people i'm not really too sure what field of nursing i want to go into but i just know that it's really a passion of mine that i've always had for years wow that's really wonderful all of you guys agree well well thought out carrie what do you want to do when you grow up um, work for you, Mike. Whatever you ask <laughs> wait, wait, me. Wait, hold on. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, I no, came to fortune. Sorry. It, it's funny because you know, God leads you exactly where He wants you, and and you'll see this in your life, and and He's already led you to this point, and He hasn't steered you wrong. I'm sure up until now, it seems like you all, you guys each have your faith in te- you know in place, and also, your, where, you know your aspirations to where you want to go, and it's it's really I love hearing young people talk and think through all this. But for me, you know, was uh, art was always a passion of mine. It still is. I still continue in that. And 
I run an entertainment business. That's kind of where it's taken me now. And then with youth ministry, it was always a part of my life as it is, at least for the three of you that I know well in, in youth ministry. And it's led me to where I am now, which is working in the diocese as a youth minister. So God has taken me there. It wasn't in the initial plan. So it'd be neat for you to each reflect maybe 10 years from now where God has led each of you and see where, you know, is it in the same way as an accountant, as in the Air Force, as a nurse, and medical profession, or to look back and see, yeah, those were stepping stones and now where I am today. And it's, it's just amazing how God works that he always has his way and he'll guide you. I'm confident he will guide each of you. So, and you know, I think there's a, there's a, I'm going to butcher the phrase. It's something to the effect of, uh, you know, humans plan and God laughs. <laughs> so we all have these, we, my, I mean, everybody, many people who've listened to this podcast before know my career arc is all over the place. I've had more jobs than anybody else. And thank God. And I, I became very comfortable early on with the knowledge that, um, it's fine when your life goes in a completely different direction and you end up doing nothing that you thought you were gonna do. I, I went to college thinking that I was gonna be a high school teacher. That did actually, <laughs> she laughed. Sorry, just had to laugh because I can't imagine you doing <laughs> Not that. Not only did I, I actually did it for a year at Gloucester wow. Catholic and I will tell you it was the- You hated it? No, I loved it. Oh. No, I had okay. a, I wasn't a big fan of- fired? What happened no, in this no, year? No, 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 that's not important, Carrie. We don't, specifics, details, not important. But I did do it for a year and it was one of my favorite jobs ever and I, I loved cool. it. And, um, but I'm also, I know that I am in the right place now that, that while teaching was certainly an experience, um, God brought me to the place where my very unique set of skills could be utilized and I've been really happy to, to be here. You may hear some noise in the background. Our, our pizza has, uh, for, the, for the students here has, uh, has arrived and our very noisy pizza delivery man <laughs> who, uh, if you watch any of our, uh, our diocesan YouTube videos, you'll see, or uh, diocesan Easter retreat videos, you'll see if, uh, Father Nevitt is here. Um, but, Hi, uh, Father. <laughs> He's, he's waving in the distance. It's so nice. Um, but no, yeah, so don't be upset if, you're, if, you're, if you end up going in directions. In a lot of ways, going to community college with no plan, I feel like it's the best idea of them all. It's like, <laughs> just go, experience it, fight. It's like a river. You know, you, you go along the river, you see where it takes you. Um, and, it's, and I think you should be open to those things. Also, enjoy your failures. I have failed so many times. It's amazing how many, how often I failed. Um, but each one of those failures, I learned a lot of great things out of. And now I'm. It's like if something doesn't work, like everything that we do, everything that I do in the diocese of the last two years, it's been like not so much winging it. A lot of thought goes into it. But we need to try something. And I'm going to give this a try. And if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. And if it does work, it does. We rolled out five new YouTube shows, one featuring Carrie. And um, you know, I had no idea what was going to, which ones would land and which ones wouldn't. The ones that I thought were going to be great have not had the viewership that I thought they were going to have. That's not mine. Not yours, of course. <laughs> and the ones that have, um, that have been like really, people have really turned into, I never would have guessed. Mm -hmm. In a zillion years, I never would have guessed. Um, so it's like, you just got to, you know, be very open to all these opportunities that come in the form of challenges. Yeah. You know? And, right? and you know what, college and the Air Force Academy for each of you guys is going to be so unique it's so different and for anyone again pandemic aside when you transition from high school to college it's a completely different world and you really i think in certain ways you do have a lot more time uh, in college than you did in high school and you really get to self-reflect a lot and see where where you're meant to be in a lot of ways and i and i, I struggled with that a lot after college because i thought I just spent four years studying this and i don't really like it too much and all of a sudden you see well 
this door closed and another one open. So go, you know, go go with wherever the Spirit leads you in that. That'd be that'd be my advice to you, is because um, God is going to totally guide you in a way. And you're all amazing. I mean, just sitting here over these last 50 minutes, hearing you speak so well spoken. I don't know if I could ever do this and senior in high school speak this way and hear from you. Yeah, she could. Maybe. She took that communications class. <laughs> you know, she doesn't have any problems. I do credit a lot to Mr. Bellog for that because he did teach us how to public speak in a really great way, so not be afraid. But I think, you know, just hearing your background, what you're involved in, the service clubs, Many, each of you mentioned several service clubs and opportunities in your parish and schools. And any young person that's serving and going beyond themselves, we already know you're on the right path because um, many young people, I hate to say, they're very about themselves and their feelings. And I think if we had a different set of young people here that were not as hand-selected as each of you were, um, we would hear other things like, I'm upset, I'm mad, I'm angry. Uh, but none of you have even uttered a really negative thing, you know, mm. natural feelings. I'm sad or disappointment. Disappointment. Like that. sure. yeah, right. But that's natural. That's a good thing. If you didn't say that, I'd be concerned. Well, why aren't you sad? What was wrong with your high school uh, situation? But you know, I think it's been really awesome just hearing each of you talk. It's been a joy to have you on. Yeah, no, it, it's it, it really is. You you're going off. You've had a very sort of. Um, uh, I don't know what's the word I'm, I was about to say comfortable what has been a comfortable this has been one experience in these last four years and you're going to go into a, a brand new experience which is going to be you're, you're going to be particularly for some of you you're going to be uh, operating without a net now and it's all going to be on you and you'll still have your your security blankets of your family and things like that and your friend groups but uh, that tends to change too so you know I think you probably got an early start thanks to the coronavirus and dealing with very quick, massive changes to your mm -hmm. lives that were all going to come anyway. You just didn't realize it yet. Um, but I got to tell you, just listening to you speak, you know, to echo Carrie's thoughts, you guys are great students. You guys are great human beings. I'm so happy that Carrie uh, asked you to be a part of today's podcast. I think, if anything, you're a great example of what we can expect in the, this next generation coming forward. And I'm very comfortable that at least half of you here will cure all the all of the illnesses, and the other half will defend us, and it'll be outstanding. I'll be very, very excited about it. And Patrick's gonna just do my taxes. <laughs> hey man, don't, my wife is an accountant. I guess. She put me through a number of my schooling, so I appreciate that. You're gonna do great as an accountant. Thank you, appreciate yeah. it. And I, and I think I would just end with this, because we're, yeah, we're wrapping up wrapping at up. this moment, is that uh, before all the pandemic started, and, you know, knowing seniors in high school and working with them, and having them follow our different social medias for youth group and whatnot. I've seen a lot about this being the class of 2020 perfect vision. And I think it couldn't be more fitting for this year for it to happen, uh, the class of perfect vision to have gone through something like this. So continue with your 2020 perfect vision because you guys um, are really making it be seen throughout for everybody, throughout whoever's listening and even just all of the class of 2020. Thank you so much for your perfect vision. Yeah. So thanks for joining us today. And to our listeners, thanks for checking in. And we'll be back with you next week. God bless.